Welcome to Ignition Point, the show that's here to help you take the leap, conquer your week, and achieve your goals. If you're looking to amplify your mindset with a fresh perspective and spark your momentum, you're in the right place. Hey, what's going on? I'm Stephen Miller. Thanks for joining me for another Ignition Point, the show where we cover an influential speech or feature a guest keynote to get you fired up and ready to take on another winning week. Normally, I like to open the show with a little background, a sassy little quip, and a grown-worthy dad joke, but I'm going off beat this week. While it would be awesome if this show was totally organic like all the other podcasts you see growing on pod trees in your local community, Ignition Point takes a lot of work, and it's kind of a miracle that production hiccups have been so few. But I wouldn't be able to drop each weekly episode without all the support I've gotten from my family and friends. So I'd like to take a moment to thank some of the people who have made the last 23 weeks possible. To the countless friends who have taken the time to give me feedback and have even been so kind to leave reviews on Apple Podcasts, you're too good to me. To the man behind the music, Joseph Demersian, thanks for making the sounds of season one between med school rotations. To my mom and dad, thank you both for offering up your ideas and being a sounding board for Ignition Point week in and week out. And lastly, I owe an especially big thank you to my wife, Megan, for putting up with all the late nights of recording and production. You give me the spark I need to keep this show moving forward. I love you, kid. Now back to our regularly scheduled programming. Today, I'm absolutely fired up because I'm joined by one of the best mentors around, HubSpot's Executive Director of Sales, the one and only Dan Tyre. Dan is a five-time entrepreneur whose startup involvement includes Businessland, ALI Technologies, Celebratech, Groove Networks, and Helm Software. Dan joined HubSpot's original startup team in 2007, where he's led the recruitment, leadership development, and management of several thriving sales teams. Today, Dan continues to inspire and teach HubSpotters as the creator of the HubSpot Leadership Program and as a writer on the HubSpot blog. At HubSpot, Dan developed the inbound marketing concept of smarketing, the practice of aligning sales and marketing, which is now utilized by thousands of companies around the world, making Dan one of the foremost authorities on inbound success. In addition to inbound success, Dan coaches, speaks, and writes about building a culture of responsibility and achievement, hiring and motivating millennials, building rapport, and his personal favorite, attitude. Dan's on a mission to do the most good for the universe. So let's get after it. Here to elevate your attitude and talk about the importance of personal empowerment, this is Dan Tyre. This is the greatest time to be alive, right? There's a gazillion challenges, and it's different even than like 10 years ago. I was just mentioning this week, what would it be like to live to 130 or 300? Oh my goodness. That'd be like 250 years where the Mets wouldn't win the pennant. So even if you're like going to live for 300 years and see like a lot of different things, it's still your life and you get to do anything you want and you might as well make the most of it. I remember when I was uh, 17, I was flat out a mess. When I screwed up, like my parents would yell at me, I'd feel bad for a, a little bit of time and then I'd go back living my life. Today, it's much more of a challenge. Today, it is hard to get away from your uh, reputation. Everything's done online and everybody wants to uh, comment or shame you or uh, everybody has an opinion. That's what everybody does. And like it lasts forever. You're on Instagram or Facebook and everybody's John Wayne. Maybe some of your listeners don't know who John Wayne was. He's a famous actor 
right? Who played a hard ass cowboy, right? He was always shooting people and he was like uh, stoic. And like lots of people were like that in the 20th century. It's just like in the 21st century, you want to be in touch with your strengths and weaknesses. You want to be involved in self-improvement and you want to make sure that uh, you're like living your best life. But when you start hearing people like commenting or shaming or critiquing, you start to believe it. And uh, we're faced with a lot of negativity in the world, right? All the way from world political leaders to your parents, right? They just naturally gravitate to those weaknesses rather than the strengths. And so there's some strategies to make sure that you're in the top of the game all the time. I recommend a couple of things. Number one, get the basics down. Look at how you're eating, sleeping, exercising, and make sure that there is a good pattern for that in your life. Number two, make sure you understand who is uh, positive in your life and surround yourself with the people who you like hanging out with, right? Build relationships with people who are going to build you up. In everybody's life, there are these people who want to drag you down. And of course, if they're family, they know exactly how to get a rise out of you. It took me 25 years to realize that there's a strategy for dealing with those kind of folks. So if there's somebody, every time you talk to them, makes you feel bad, talk to them less frequently. Or when you're going to talk to them, if you have to talk to them, there's a technique where you envision yourself in a bubble, a big plastic bubble, like a real bubble. When somebody says stuff that would normally make me feel bad, it's just going to pop off that bubble and like bounce away. I want to make sure that you have certain people, music, and pictures that will pick you up. You want to have on your speed dial three people that you call and say, tell me why I'm a good human being. Grandmothers are great for this and they'll go out for like 20 minutes. Then you get back and listen to a great playlist. I would listen to Lenny Kravitz. And that guy, man, talk about a positive mental attitude. He just makes you smile. He just makes you laugh. It is awesome. You'd have to have a heart of stone if you like listened to it and it wasn't like uh, immediately move you to the part of your brain where you're enjoying yourself and feeling great about what you do. The next part is we uh, sometimes ask people to do a vision board. And what a vision board is, is a visual depiction of uh, the things that are most impactful for you that make you happy. It's a technique to help remind you of all the great stuff that you have going on and to take you from the shallows or slightly depressed all the way to uh, being your best self. That mental attitude is super important. In fact, it's probably the most important. No one can make you feel bad unless you let them. Right? That's a pretty startling concept once you realize that you're in control. And uh, I tell everybody, it's up to you, right? If you want to be flat out miserable, you can, right? Um, I've done a lot of work around attitude. So I did the research. And uh, your brain is a pretty interesting organ. Turns out your brain is very good at processing the stimuli. It's not very good at differentiating between whether something is right or something is wrong or something is true, or something is imagined. And it's amazing because what it typically gloms onto is the thoughts that you have more often. One of my favorite techniques of working with people that are having a tough day, I'm like, okay, sounds like the big dog ate you. And they're like, what? That's weird, Tyre. I'm like, there's two kinds of days. Number one, you eat the big dog. You're a world beater. You got this setup that's just beautiful. So you are eating the big dog. Sometimes. It doesn't go that way. When somebody's having a bad day, I can tell by the way they type. I'm like, ooh, sounds like the big dog ate you. And uh, I see a lot of people just instantly focusing on their negative attributes, especially overachievers. I'm like, hold on a second, roll that back. You can wallow in pity for maybe an hour. 
what are the top three things you do well? Especially young women. They're like, I don't know. I'm lucky. I'm like, no, you're not. Don't say that. You're not lucky. You're skilled. You're smart. You're enthusiastic. You're a prepper. And I'm like, all right, these are the 10 reasons why you're an all-star. Number one, you're kind. Number two, and I list the five or 10 reasons why they're a great person. And they're like, oh my God, that's so nice because no one's ever told them the 10 reasons. All I do is just remind them they're all true, but it's very, very impactful. Now they're not thinking about the big dog eating them. Now they're back onto recovery of the great stuff that they've done. Every month you should say, these are the three things I did well and use it as a routine. Put it in your calendar for like 15 minutes of self-reflection. These are the three things that I did right. And then these, these are the three things that I want to improve. The second part of that is you can do anything. It's important to have like a North Star for where you're headed. I ask from the stage, all right, how many people have goals? And like lots of people raise their hand. I go, how many people have written goals? And like half the people put their hand down. I'm like, okay, if you don't have them written down, they're dreams, they're not goals. Once you write them down, now you can look at them. Now you can compare them. Then over a series of um, 30 years, you can see how those goals like improve, right? And writing those goals down gives you stepping stones, like a roadmap of what you need to do. Now, there's two types of goals. There's why goals, why you want to do things. And then there's what goals, what you need to do. And in my experience, women are very good at understanding why, the reason they want to do something. Men are better at uh, the what goals, what they need to do to accomplish it. So I'll ask a woman, why do you want to start this company? They're like, oh, we want to help caregivers of people with dementia have a better, a supportive environment. And I'm like, that's great. Well, what do you need to do? And they're like, well, that's why I'm talking to you. I don't quite know. You'll ask guys, well, what do you want to do? And they're like, we, we want to like have a family and buy a house. And I'm like, why? And they're like, uh, I, I don't know. I guess that's what everybody does. I'm like, no, you need to know why. And then I recommend that people write their one-year goals and spend a little bit of time on their either five or 10 or 20-year goals. If you commit to saying, by the time I'm 20, 30, or 40 years down the line, I'm going to do this, transforms everything. Now it's on paper. Now your brain is saying, no, this is what I'm doing. Now you can see what you need to do to get there. And that gives you the roadmap. They'll change, but let's make sure that you put them on paper, that you share them with your significant other, maybe your mentor or other people in your life so that everybody understands how to help. If you hit a roadblock and you're going to hit a roadblock, you stroke your chin and you go, okay, who can help me get through this roadblock? You have to figure out what that person would like, right? It's a little harder with people like Jay-Z or Beyonce because they get a lot of asks, but there's always a way. If you can find out what she needs, boom, you'll uh, be able to like connect, make, take you a little bit of time and then Ask that person for help. That's a very, very powerful thing, right? If you come to me and say, Dan, I need your help. Those are the magic words. My eyes dilate. I'm like, okay, I'm in. I have a mentor program. You can see it at dantire.com where uh, I mentor about 35 folks ranging from 14-year-olds in the Bronx all the way up to CEOs of $30 million companies. And it's all about doing the best for the universe and making sure that people find their own way. We want all of our um, great young entrepreneurs our artists, everybody in general to understand it's not about the external factors. It's about you. It's about what you want to do. It's about your decisions. It's about what we can do to help you to live your best life. Personal empowerment is all about rising up and living to your fullest potential. It's about embracing your inner high achiever. If you couldn't tell, Dan wants you to feel great about the way you go through life. 
On stage, he's called this how to be your own best cheerleader without ruffling other people's pom-poms. And to really live an empowered life, it starts with the way you think. To Dan's credit, that's influenced by the people you surround yourself with and your attitude, which are both completely within your control. While attitude is spoken about more often, you still need to pay attention to the environment created by the people you surround yourself with. That's because a lot of the time, the way those people think can influence your thinking and stunt your growth if you don't pick up on it. This shares an interesting parallel with the way a shark's environment affects its growth. In the captivity of a small tank, a shark will only ever grow to fit its environment. But in the ocean, that same shark can grow to over eight feet. You, like the shark, will never outgrow your environment. And when you surround yourself with dreamers and big thinkers, your environment will support and empower your growth. Now, as much as you may want to be the next Mark Cuban or Melanie Perkins, what made them who they are today won't necessarily work for you. Their lives are different from yours. They had different advantages and disadvantages along the way, and so will you. I've been beating this drum all season long, but that's because you need to recognize that you're unique. There's no templated path to your envisioned success. Dan and I had a really great conversation about this. In the early days of his career, the famously successful leaders were Lee Iacocca and Jack Welch. Lee Iacocca was a giant in the auto industry, and Jack Welch led GE to unprecedented growth. These guys were iconic. They put out books on how to replicate their success. But just because it worked for them doesn't mean it'll work for you. Sure, their stories can inspire you, but you can't go on thinking it's going to be your framework. You need your own roadmap for that. In the modern era, there's a new set of influencers who get that. People like Gary Vee, Rachel Hollis, Tim Ferriss, Jen Sincero, and Gary John Bishop. Rather than telling you what to do, they offer advice and share their own perspectives to lift you up. Attitude is core to what they teach. And just as Dan said, when you understand that you control your destiny and that it's up to you, having a positive mental attitude can multiply your effectiveness. There are lots of strategies for elevating your attitude, but they're not universal. You need to find the ones that work best for you. So while Dan talked about some of his, I'd like to share a couple of my own with you. Let's say that you're taking a moment to reflect and you recognize something that's going really well for you or you identify a source of positivity in your life. When I'm in that moment, I use a tactic that I call double plussing. A double plus duplicates your positive thoughts by acknowledging how your initial source of positivity furthers your goals or benefits other parts of your life. This tactic is great for building an appreciation for all the great stuff you've got going on, but its real purpose calls back to what Dan mentioned about how our brains work. He said your brain naturally gravitates toward achieving what it processes on a consistent basis. So if you think negative thoughts or doubt yourself, a negative outcome is the most likely result. When you double plus, you intentionally make your thinking more positive in the hope of manifesting more positive results. With a little practice, double plussing can make a huge impact on your attitude. But if you feel like you need to start with something a bit more manageable, there's a great mindfulness routine you should try called Rose, Thorn, and Bud that Richard Carthon teaches in his book, Self-Love, Growth, and Appreciation. This exercise fulfills a similar purpose to double plussing. But to paraphrase, Richard explains that writing down your rose which is a positive experience you had that day, your thorn, a negative experience you had that day, and your bud, something you look forward to tomorrow, allows you to self-prioritize and grow to be more intentional. I followed Richard's 30-day challenge and found it to be a game changer that helped me to be more mindful and focused. You can start reflecting on your own rose, thorn, and bud today 
But if you're interested, go get a copy of Richard's book and take his 30-day challenge. I'll have a link to it in this episode's show notes if you're interested. The other strategy I recommend is to evaluate what I call your big threes. This is something I do weekly, but you can do weekly or even monthly. Your big threes represent three sets of three things. Three things you did great, three things you want to improve, and three people you felt that you were able to lean on or ask for help. Again, there's more than meets the eye here. Your big threes are all about holding yourself accountable and keeping your chin up. Reviewing your big threes gives you a chance to celebrate your wins, learn from your mistakes, and appreciate the people you're taking your journey with. They're your opportunity to say, okay, I crushed it in these parts of my life, but I dropped the ball over here. Where can I find a mentor, a teammate, or someone to collaborate with that might be able to help me elevate my game to the next level? If you want your vision to take shape, you need to keep your head up and carve a path with the help of others who know what a successful journey looks like. So starting this week, surround yourself with other high achievers and elevate your attitude to empower your growth and maximize your potential. Remember, you control your destiny. If you want something, it's up to you to get after it. I would like to give a big thank you to Dan Tyre for contributing to this week's show. Dan's personal mission statement is to do the most good for the universe. In line with that mission, Dan does all he can to give others a leg up by spreading the word about his favorite resources. For example, if you want to grow your career, you can learn some awesome sales and marketing best practices for free over at HubSpot Academy. From quick, practical courses to comprehensive certifications, learn about the most sought-after business skills at academy.hubspot.com. Or you can head over to dantire.com to get your hands on some of Dan's other resources, like his recommended reading list or even a copy of his book, Inbound Organization. If you'd like to connect with Dan or tap into some of those resources, go check out this episode's show notes at decisiveleap.com slash ignition point. There you'll find links to his social accounts, his contact info, and more bonus content. Ignition Point is all about making a positive impact, and your feedback helps Ignition Point to keep moving forward. So send me an email to steven at decisiveleap.com or write a review for the show on Apple Podcasts to let me know what you think of the show. Get out of your head and into the moment. Stay motivated and keep moving forward. If you put in the hard work right now, one day you could be the one motivating the world with your story. I'll look forward to speaking with you next time on the season one finale of Ignition Point. Now get on out there and win the week.